Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Confident Coach Club, where we help new and aspiring coaches start and grow their business. We talk about finding your niche, packaging your services, creating content that your audience loves, and finding your first couple of clients. It's kind of like the business school for coaches. I'm your host, Liz Huber. Welcome to the show and enjoy today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Confident Coach Club podcast. I'm your host, Liz Huber, and today with me on the podcast is Cedric again. Hi, Cedric. Yeah, hey, Ced. Hey, 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 Liz. Cedric here. So today we have an exciting episode. We'll talk about the difference between coaching, mentoring, therapy, and consulting, and why it's important for coaches. So I'm really excited for this episode. It's something that especially new coaches are always a little bit confused about. It might also be interesting this episode for anyone who is currently a consultant or a therapist, counselor, or someone who is mentoring people and to really understand the nuances between those professions or between those you know, uh, tools. And um, yeah, and w- what's important to take away from this episode for your business. Okay, so Cedric, you have done a lot of, um, you know, you have done a lot of research on this. So I'm excited to hear yeah. your explorations yeah. on mentoring, therapy, and consulting. I will dive deeper into coaching as well. And sure. uh, yeah, let's get started. Okay, all right. Well, so first, so in one sentence, what is the difference between coaching, mentoring, therapy, and consulting, Liz? Okay, so the core distinction is between coaching and the rest is that coaching is much more non-directive relative to the other helping professions. Okay, cool. All right, I thought to share this that I found online. This is kind of a very quippy little statement. So it says, a therapist will explore what is stopping you. So this is a car analogy, all right? So the therapist is going to explore what is stopping you driving the car a counselor will listen to your anxieties about the car a mentor will share tips from the experience of driving cars a consultant will advise you on how to drive the car a coach will encourage you and support you in driving the car that's such a thanks for sharing that cedric that's such a perfect Perfect summary. So we kind of know what the distinction is, right? And now we're going to go deeper into each of those helping professions. So let's start with coaching. So with coaching, I always, when it comes to definitions or anything about the industry, I always refer to the ICF, which is the International Coach Federation. You can check the link in our show notes. So that's always where I go to for all of my information. And so the ICF, defines coaching as partnering with clients in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires them to maximize their personal and professional potential. So that's a, it's kind of a vague definition, so it leaves a lot of room, but there's two elements I want to elaborate on. First is thought-provoking. So it's a thought-provoking process. 
that means the coach and then if you're a coach already you know this a lot of coaching is based on asking the right questions that's where kind of this thought-provoking nature comes from so as a coach if you're great at asking the right question and you know provoking the client challenging the client and through that helping them to maximize their potential then you're already doing a great job so that's the thought provoking and then the potential part so that's also something it's a key distinction especially to therapy because therapy mm -hmm. and counseling it's usually about you're struggling you could even say you're struggling to survive right you, like it's a there's some things about your past there's things that you're struggling with and it makes it hard you know it's about actually living a normal life not always you know like there's yes. a lot of other reasons you can go to therapy for but coaching on the other hand is actually meant to maximize your potential so it's about the future instead of the past and it's about really achieving and maximizing your goals okay so in a sense like therapy is yeah. So therapy is kind of reparative, whereas coaching is more like improvement, kind of assuming a, like a, a general wellness and then building on the wellness instead of repairing the damage. Yeah, absolutely. So it's okay. really, and that's something, so also a common misconception with clients or especially in, you know, the corporate world when, when people say, oh, I'm working with a coach, like there could still be this sense of, oh, you need a coach, like, you know, like in a negative mm -hmm. way, kind of like you need a therapist. But coaching really is, it's about maximizing your performance. So when it comes to work, you'll be maximizing, you know, productivity, your leadership, all of these things. So it's actually a very positive thing. And it's kind of like you're starting at, you know, you're good, you feel okay, right? But now it's about how can you actually get the best out of it, right? So whether this is your health or this is your, you know, your work, your career, your business, whatever, you know, you're, you're being coached on. So that's really, you know, important. Um, and then I think you found another definition, right, Cedric? Yeah, and so, yeah, here, this is one I found. It's coaching is positive, non-judgmental, solution-focused, and challenging. Okay, good. Let me go a little bit deeper into all of those. So sure. I think positive, that's exactly what I was referring to right now, right? It's mm -hmm. instead of, it's not really, Coaching is not about let's talk about, you know, problems and issues. Let's, you know, what are the potential for the future? So that's very positive, forward looking. Non-judgmental, that's very important. So as a, I'm not saying that all consultants do this, but as a consultant or if you're advised or even as a mentor, if you're advising someone on doing something and you don't have a lot of information, you're just sharing, you know, what works for you or you're sharing what you think is the best way that's um you know that's a good way of you know sharing your information but it's not what coaching is coaching is mm -hmm. really and that's where the not judgmental part comes in you should never assume something about the mm -hmm. client right mm -hmm. so it can also be obviously you're not judging them in terms of like you know they if you're coaching them for activity oh i think there's you know they're so bad or something but mm -hmm. you're also not assuming that if, for example, this is their biggest problem, right? So like, just because someone has talked to you for two minutes, you don't know what are the biggest yeah. challenges. And that's where the questions come in, right? So it's like so much more important to really get down to the issue with questions um, and kind of lead the client to the solution. 
rather than assuming something and just throwing the strategies and tools at them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really important. And I think that's a key distinction to consulting and mentoring sometimes as well. So, okay. What I hear you saying is like, it's not very directive. You're not directing. And then also it seems like the place for curiosity is higher in coaching. Like you're just first like listening, being curious, really being present, understanding, and then kind of taking the next step with the client instead of directing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think so the listening part, really good that you brought that up because that's something where it kind of has a similarity to therapy. So as a coach, mm-hmm. one of you know, your major roles is to hold space for the client. Mm-hmm. So it's about listening. It's about creating that space that they can share you know, their deepest you know, fears with you, but also their deepest mm-hmm. desires. And that comes back to mm-hmm. that future potential, right? Like, mm-hmm. because as a coach, you want to be the person that, your client shares really what they actually want, what they Mm -hmm. might even be afraid to speak out Mm. to their partner or their kids or their parents or their friends. Like this is a safe space where they can share anything, right? Mm -hmm. But it definitely has Mm -hmm. this focus on what they want, like the deepest visions, Mm -hmm. you know, they have, which other people Mm -hmm. in their lives might, you know, call them stupid or you know i don't know what Mm. what the you know they're they're maybe afraid to Mm -hmm. share that so you're holding that space you're listening non-judgmentally right very important and so that's kind of where it it has a similarity with therapy but it's definitely more future focused like i said okay Um, that makes sense yeah so and then there's there's another in the definition that you brought up with the solution focused there was solution focused in there which is also important, right? And mm-hmm. so obviously there's different mm-hmm. types of therapy and I'm not you know, here to, to judge anything, mm-hmm. but coaching is always about results. And yeah, that's helpful. You, know, mm-hmm. you yeah. hire a coach because you want a result. You, right now there's some pain mm-hmm. points or there's some where you, where you wanna go, you hired a coach and you want them to get you there, right? So it's solution focused. And that's also why I personally, I do share advice. I don't just Mm -hmm. coach, right? Because in order to get the client to that, you know, destination, it's important to share strategies and tools that can help them. Mm -hmm. However, I won't just throw this advice at them. I will really make sure that I know that this is the highly, this is why it's so important. This is, why one-on-one coaching is so effective because I can, you know, have the space to really ask them all the questions and provide a highly personalized solution mm-hmm. or not even provide is kind of the wrong word. It's more like suggest, right? And that's also something mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. that's different, right? From consulting where it's, I really say, I kind of probe the client and say, do you want me to make a suggestion, right? Yeah. Do you want me to provide a strategy? So because it's solution focused, because coaching is solution focused, you definitely need to give advice sometimes. But first it's listening, providing space, then it's questions, and then it's giving advice, right? And always kind of probing the client. Well, also the way I'm understanding it is like you're, you give the advice, but once you've really done enough probing, enough of like a 
sufficiently clear sense of where they're going that it's really going to be a value and it's effectively asked for first explicitly on implicitly but it's asked for on some level yeah absolutely and so one thing that can happen in coaching and it happened before both of my own clients but also when i was working with a business coach is that if you work with someone for three months for example there will be mm -hmm. a lot of traditional coaching at holding space and asking questions and listening in mm -hmm. the first couple sessions and mm -hmm. then it might turn and what they mm -hmm. actually need to then get to the result is accountability and advice yeah. and strategies right uh, yeah. uh -huh, uh -huh. so it it will be like in the beginning really when you're working with a new client then there'll be a lot more of those mm -hmm. listening and, and questions and then don't be you know don't think you're doing it wrong if it turns more you know in the longer you work together if it turns more towards giving advice and more mm -hmm. towards you know holding the, the person accountable because ultimately it's always about what's needed right now to achieve that goal I'm interrupting this episode that you hopefully find very, very helpful just for a quick moment to tell you about our free five-day email course that we have on our website, theconfidentcoachclub.com. You can sign up for it for free and learn everything you need to start your own coaching career from scratch. If you sign up today, you will receive the first lesson right away and a new lesson every morning after that. What you will learn in the course is how to find a profitable niche, how to position yourself as an expert, how to package your coaching services, how to get coaching clients, and how to close any clients in your sales call. So I hope you'll find the five-day email course really helpful. Head to our website, confidentcoachclub.com to sign up for it now. And now back to the episode. All right. Okay. So that that's a we talked a lot about the coaching part here. Let's go mm -hmm. into a clear definition of what therapy and counseling is. Sure. Okay. Yep, for sure. All right. So counseling is the boundary between coaching um coaching the I'm sorry, counseling. The boundary between coaching and counseling is not defined by a set of res absolute rules or terms. In general, counselors are trained to diagnose and help clients with emotional problems, the past or dysfunction, while coaches are not. The coach's domain is future-oriented. What does the client want? So that's echoing what you were saying. And then helping the, and then the coaching is getting them there. Moreover, counselors often provide the simple service of someone to talk to, particularly in situations of grief, shock, anxiety, etc. There are various levels of training, starting with a short course leading to a certificate, sessions that can go, um, sessions can be on one on one basis or or on a one-off basis or occurring regularly over months or years. And then about psychotherapists. 
So psychotherapists, and this is just a briefer definition, psychotherapists work with deep-seated emotional difficulties and generally have a lot of training in that area. Yeah, great. That's a, that's a really good definition. So I just wanted to yeah. refer to a couple of points here. So sure. one, again, you said that, you know, there's a clear distinction between past and future orientation. So that's a clear distinction yeah. between therapy and coaching. Therapy mm. tends to focus on the past, right? About, you know, issues that occurred there, trauma, all these things. Coaching is about yeah. possibilities in the future. That's very important. Yeah. And then also the other thing I wanted to mention is it's that the type of training you need to actually be a licensed psychotherapist, for example, yeah. is very, very different than coaching. As a coach in most countries, you don't actually need to have a certification to call yourself a coach, start a business, charge for your sessions, right? So that's very important. There is a couple of, so I know we have a lot of international listeners. There's a couple of countries where there is a rec, it is regulated, the coaching industry, especially what I know of is Germany and Austria. So uh -huh. please make sure that if you're starting a coaching business right now, check about the regulations in your country. However, I do know for sure that in the UK, in the US, Australia, it's not regulated. So anyone can call themselves a coach. You don't need specific training. Of course, I do recommend that you get trained. We have two sure. podcast episodes on that. I'm going to link them in the show notes so you can learn more about how to, you know, select your training, how to get trained as a coach. But, you know, technically you don't need to. So that's another big yep. distinction. Okay, understood. Okay, let's move on to mentoring. Okay, so mentoring. A mentor is a wise and trusted guide and advisor. The mentor is the teacher that shares the experience while bringing the mentee up the ranks. A coach is not necessarily the subject matter expert in order to help develop the client. And I think that's really where it's hinging. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so mentoring really what's the core there is that it's an experience-based advisory yeah. you could say right so usually mentoring is something that happens it could be in your company right if you work for, mm -hmm. for a big company it could be that someone you know more experienced leader or manager mm -hmm. is mentoring you helping you you know navigate politics in the company or mm -hmm. this particular industry right so it's usually someone very close or to your company or even in, or in your industry so that's very right. different and versus a coach yeah no, I was just going to say, it also seems to be generally informal. It seems like most mentor relationships are informal, whereas coaching tends to be formal anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Like I have seen structured coaching, uh, structured mentoring programs, and it kind of is something that I always, that, that I find helpful because if there's a structure, then you usually get more benefit. Like if there's, you know, monthly meetings or, you know, quarterly meetings or something, but oh, usually sure. it's something very informal. Mm. There's no clear structure to the session. It's not something that's paid. And there's no, it's not like the mm. mentor needs to prepare something very specific to help the mentee achieve a goal. It's really like they're there to answer questions and share their experience. And so we do, what we do see in the industry, in the coaching industry right now is definitely, I'm, 
mix up of this mentor mentoring and coaching role it's because there's a lot okay. of coaches out there who teach a very specific system something that they have figured out and they're now teaching their clients on how to do the oh. same and that could be for example like I have figured out how to get coaching clients from medium and from my blog articles. That's a clear system. I can teach that. And if you come to me, I'm going to teach you that, which mm -hmm. is more mentoring. But I see a lot of people in the industry calling themselves coaches mm -hmm. and basically essentially teaching one specific blueprint, right? Mm -hmm. Now that's totally okay. You can do that. Again, sure. coaching is not a regulated industry. Anyone can call themselves a coach. So however you do that, that's fine. However, just yeah. so you know, if you teach a specific framework, a step-by-step -step blueprint, this is more consulting or you're a teacher or a mentor. And it's actually yeah. not per definition coaching because coaching is this creative and thought provoking process that's very individual, right? And so sure. if you have a clear blueprint, you don't actually need to do that one-on-one. You could teach a class, mm -hmm. you could do a workshop, you could write a book. There's so many ways you could actually teach that. You don't need to do that one-on-one -on -one because it's the same system for everyone. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, totally. And also, I mean, you're clearly saying like all, you know, any, any even mix of all these is fine, but it is helpful to define the terms and think clearly, right? You know, in, in 12, I think this is from 12 steps language, but they say, if you can name it, you can tame it. So yeah, like, you know, thinking clearly about all of it helps. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, finally, what is consulting? What's the definition you found? Okay. So I, yeah. So I think this has been kind of covered, but we'll reiterate it here. So consulting, a consultant is an expert who is called on for professional or technical advice or opinion they are relied on to understand the problem and present solutions consulting is unlike coaching because with pure coaching the answers come from the client um let's see here um here like a part of this conclusion here is a simple way of expressing the difference between coaching and mentoring is a coach has some great questions for your answers. A mentor has some great answers for your questions. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great, exactly. So um, I wanna go back to the consultant definition that you have. So one sure. most very important thing that you said there was consulting is unlike coaching because with pure coaching, the answers come from the client, right? That goes back to that very important role of coaching where you're holding space, you're listening, and you're asking questions. So ideally, and in a, for a lot of coaches, for example, if you're an executive coach in a big, you know, you're coaching, um, you know, a Fortune 500 CEO or something, right? You're not gonna provide them with solutions because you might not be the expert in, you know, that industry or, you know, you have maybe never managed, I know, a thousand people, but you can, with the coaching process, you can really help, help them come up with their own answers. And I would say, so that's just a personal opinion, right? The pure coaching process mm -hmm. is most beneficial for, for people like executives, very high level managers, CEOs mm -hmm. that have 
little other people that they can talk to out of you know confidentiality uh-huh. reasons because of the company or you know you won't go to your employees and share your your problems you know sure sure and because they're at the top of the company they also most people are not honest with them right they won't actually give oh. them right <laughs> so of course yeah. If you're coaching, you know, a CEO, then the pure coaching process, what I have personally found is most beneficial because what they benefit most, they don't need, they, they probably have consultants and mentors, you know, they don't need strategies. They are sure. the expert in their field. What they need is they need this mirror. They need to, you know, have a session with you, talk through things. So they also hear themselves. They sometimes, you know, they might not even take the time for themselves sometimes. So they might, you know, speak things out get clear on certain things, talk through decisions, get accurate and honest feedback from you, you know, mm-hmm. be asked yeah, the question sure. that no one else dares to ask them or like points things out that yeah. no one dares to point out. Right. So that's really where I believe pure coaching is the most beneficial. Now, in my personal coaching business, I definitely, and especially at the Confident Coach Club, right? When you book a session with us, we definitely do a mix. So there is mm-hmm. elements of mentoring in there. There's elements of consulting in there. And that is because, you know, I'm really looking at what is the result that the client is looking for and how can I best get them, you know, this result, right? And so for the coaching that I've done, like with business coaching, it's definitely a mix of consulting, right? Giving advice, but always probing before, you know, really making sure that you know the entire picture of what the client really wants, what their problems are, what the situation is, so that you can give accurate advice Um, and don't, you know, never assume something. Um, And then there's also part of mentoring, right? Especially when coaches come to me, they want to know how I do things in my business. And it does help, right? So it really helps them to achieve their goals if they know that this this has worked for me, the strategy, right? They don't just want to know one strategy, they want to know what worked for me. So depending on what your niche is, you will, you know, use some elements of mentoring and consulting definitely to get yeah. the get the client the result and that is totally okay if you do that however if you listen to this episode and you realize that that what you're doing is actually just mentoring pure mentoring or pure consulting uh-huh. then i'd like you to take this episode as a you know as an opportunity to maybe rethink that and think mm-hmm. are you really a coach or maybe you should you know call mm-hmm. yourself something something differently sure okay yeah so i i hear like these are some of my takeaways so first off it's helpful to have clarity on what is what it's helpful to think about the distinctions and it's also helpful to know what role you're performing at any given time and also i think this last point is in fact important that basically any coach and honestly, anybody on this list is going to do some of the tasks of the other party, some of the other primary tasks. And that's not a problem as long as you're aware of it, you know what you're doing. Yeah, but and of course, there's the issue of there can be legal liability. I mean, you need to be careful about what you call yourself. But outside of that, yeah, it's just kind of like, okay, you know what you're doing. You're clear on the definitions. You mix and match in an adaptive way that creates value for the client. 
Yeah, perfect. That's a perfect summary. Like really it is about, you know, how are you creating value for the client? That's the yeah. most important thing. Anyone can call themselves a coach. So there's no legal implications in most countries. So please, you know, include mentoring and especially mentoring and consulting elements, you know, where yeah. it makes sense, but definitely be aware that there's so much value that comes. The true magic of coaching happens when you stay in the true coaching, mm. you know, methodology, yeah. which is, you know, holding space, listening, asking questions and, you know, co-creating a solution or, you know, leading the client to the solution rather than just giving advice. Sure. Right. Okay. Alrighty. Thanks so much for listening. And thanks so much for coming on the show, Cedric. Oh yeah, my pleasure. <laughs>